Hi, I'm Kelsey Farias. And I'm Armando Farias. And each week we will be sharing knowledge and inspiration on becoming a better you. Feeling down, defeated, or looking at how to better yourself? We got you. Already successful? Great. Let's help you achieve even more. Sit back and get prepared to hear about overcoming challenges related to self-development, such as mental health, relationships, goal setting, personal growth, fitness, and dream building. Welcome, Welcome to, to Self Love, Love Sit Downs. Downs. Welcome back, everybody, to Self Love Sit Downs, the world's best podcast in the entire world. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't. Our intention of creating this podcast wasn't to, for it to be the world's best podcast. I mean, if we can get it all around the world, great. But, anyways. And also, I also wanted to say if for those of you that have been listening to our episodes a lot, we appreciate you, but also in the background, if you've ever noticed, there's like sounds of like chains and stuff and shaking and stuff and <laughs> rattling. I promise that it's not our kids that are chained up in our house. It's Even our dogs. I think about it sometimes. <laughs> it's our dogs that with their chains that they have on when they shake and they walk around. And then also Penny loves to drink water when we're recording. Only and when we record though. Like right now she's just laying, just she's just hanging out. And when she drinks water, she is the loudest water drinker dog that i have ever met you know that person she's the dog version of that person who chews with their mouth open and like chomps food and is really obnoxious with it or like clacks their gum she's that person in dog form when she does yeah she does everything loud she eats loud she drinks water loud she snores super loud (laughs) that's just our little princess little penny girl my little piglet Anyways, we're going to get back on track. Kelsey here is going to tell us what we're going to be talking about today. So there you go. Resilience. Oh my gosh. Did I say it the same way? Kind of. So pre-hitting record, Armando was like, you can do the intro today. I'm going to let you do it. And I was like, oh, okay. And then he's like, nope, never mind. Just as quick as he said it, he took it back. And he's like, I will just ask you the question of... What are we going to be talking about today? And then you can start from there. And I was like, resilience, however I said it. And he was like, you have to say it just like that, though. So <laughs> hopefully I met his expectations on that for you guys. But OK, so we're going to be discussing resilience and mental toughness today. These are all things that I think everybody wants to get better at. It helps us achieve our goals. And I know we talk a lot about goal setting and you know, working towards what you're wanting in life, all of these tools that are going to help you be a high achiever, high performer, whatever you want to say or call yourself. And so mental toughness and building resilience is tough. And so we're just going to give you some tidbits, probably some stories along the way that have helped us helped us through our journey Making, yeah, getting in tougher. becoming more mentally tough. And I will say this as well. And I can't remember, I apologize if I said this recently, because I feel like I've been thinking about it a lot recently. So I may have said this on another podcast, but I was listening to a comedian and he was talking about, if you ever want to know what a comedian's going through, did I say it? Yeah. He's rolling his yeah, eyes at me. You so. said it, I think on our last podcast. Okay. Yeah. Last See, episode. guys, I don't even remember what we talk about anymore. Armando will have to remind me. I'm like, hey, he's like, hey, you should talk about the podcast. I'm like, okay, what was it again? What Just did we? No idea. I, She's like, we hit record, we hit done. And it's like. She like, she's Bye. like an Etch-A-Sketch and yeah. then it's like gone. There's just so much going on in my head all the time. So I apologize, but I'm going to say it again because I feel like it applies here. 
whenever you know that I was listening to that comedian and he was like, when you want to know what a comedian is going through, listen to their sets, you know, like their, listen to their jokes, their jokes and the things that they're talking about, because that's what they're going through. Well, I think right now, this is something that I'm really trying to grind through is some resilience. And so I think this is a good one because I have a lot of examples currently in my life that I'm working through. And so this will be good because I feel like those stories kind of help make it more relatable. And I hope you guys, the listeners, feel the same way that when we tell our own stories, it kind of makes sense for you. Because for me, you can tell me something, but I like to hear examples and get real world examples. Yeah, I like that because that makes it stick for me. Because we can talk about going into outer space and visiting Mars and everything, but it's not the same as if somebody was actually, somebody you were listening to is like, I've they're been to telling Mars. A story I've been about on a spaceship it. because they're going to yeah. be able to give you details that maybe those that just did research on would never know. So when we give you those stories in, in our podcast, it's because we've gone through it. So we're hoping that we're filling in the holes that maybe you didn't think of before. And building that connection for yeah. The relatability for you guys. So I hope that I hope that works because right now this is definitely when we were talking about our outline for this. I was like, wow, yeah. Right now I have a lot of examples. A lot we could go really deep on this one, and we're gonna try to not go too terribly long because I do think that the shorter podcasts are probably the ones people tend to veer towards. But hopefully the stories kind of help you guys. So and also I do want to notate this the recent reviews on our podcast. We appreciate it so much, you guys. Reviews and when you guys screenshot the episode and share it to your story and tag us, please. It just makes us so happy. We get, we don't monetize this at all. This is just purely for education and to help other people. So when we, obviously we see the numbers that people are listening, but we love hearing about the takeaways and different things like that from the podcast, because this is just a labor of love. I know you've heard me say it probably a million times between this how is many. Just, yeah, this is just a passion of ours. Just it's, We start, it's more of a fun. We enjoy yeah. doing this. Like this is something that we enjoy doing. We love creating these outlines. We love giving you our experiences that we're going through. And hopefully that you're able to apply it in your own life. And you hopefully you're able to see maybe some of the mistakes that we've talked about and you're able to implement those. So that way you don't make those mistakes. So that's purely what we do why we do this i mean it's not an it's not it's not to share it with the it's not for the whole world to listen to but just to uh, whoever has access to podcasts listens to and hopefully take something away from it yeah we just appreciate the shares the love all of that so i just wanted to notate that as well yeah. now seven minutes in we will start the actual <laughs> podcast <laughs> Okay. An episode. I always get the. I always. I always use those words differently. Podcast and episode is completely different thing. Yeah, I guess, huh? Because the podcast houses all of the episodes. Yeah. So yeah, I'll let what? you redo it now. We'll now get... we will begin the episode. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, resilience and mental toughness. What can we do to help build that mental toughness? Here are just some things that we kind of came up with. We're going to give some examples, some stories along the way. But the first one, develop a positive mindset. You'll hear us beat this like a damn dead horse because I think this really, really everything comes 
from a positive mindset. Any type of achievement, any type of willpower, motivation, success, I would say you can always tie that back to having a positive mindset. And so having a positive mindset, like why does that, why does that directly correlate to building mental toughness? Well, because when you're saving the strength that you have, the mental strength that you have for the right things, you're able to focus on those. You're able to see those through to kind of, I guess, clear out the, like put those, what are those harness things you put on a horse? Blinders. Blinders. You're able to put those blinders on and focus your energy on the things that actually matter, that are actually going to get you to where you're headed, the goals, the achievements, the successes that you're chasing. And so that's really important because there's going to be a lot of things that are thrown at you to try to veer you away from that, distract you from that. And if your base, your foundation is so strong on that positive mindset, that's going to help you persevere and help you push through all of the crap that's going to be thrown in your way. I always like to think of it like a pyramid. Like you start, if you have a strong base, I mean, if you have a strong base and you build your way up, I mean, the point is going to be, doesn't matter how strong the wind is, what's going on outside, Mm -hmm. it's not going to topple over. But if you think of an upside down pyramid, you say you do something really fast, really quick, and it's, and it's really successful right away, but your, but your base isn't stable, the possibility of that toppling over is much higher. So yeah. when you think of it that way, it kind of makes sense for me at least. I actually use this example in two different check-ins this week for clients was talking about going back to the basics. You know, when we have a hard time, when we're falling off on something, sometimes it's because we're trying to do too much getting overwhelmed. And instead of doing a little bit of all of these things, we need to go back to the basics and do a lot of the starting things that we know are going to build up to get us the results. Right. And obviously I'm speaking on weight loss here because those are my, my clients. Um, and so I use the example of, okay, we have to go back to the basics because when you're thinking of building a house, If that foundation of that home is not extremely strong, then how do you expect to make it through any storms? When things get rocky, when we lose motivation, when we get off track, all of these things, if our foundation isn't strong, that house isn't going to last. You're going to have to work twice as hard to like throw support beams up in the middle of a storm, all, you know. You're working harder than you have to. Whereas if you go back and you work on something when it maybe doesn't even need the work, you're just mastering those basics, that foundation that you've built is so strong, you'll always come back to that no matter what. Does that make sense? It makes sense. And while you were talking about that, it reminded me of this great quote that Bruce Lee, and hopefully I don't butcher this, but Bruce Lee always, what Bruce Lee said was, I don't fear the man that has practiced um, 10,000 kicks one time. I fear the man that's practiced one kick 10,000 times. Yeah. So get good at what you, that's where those blinders come in. Mm-hmm. If you have a strength, if you have something that you excel in, that you're passionate about, focus on that. And that's going to, you're going to be really good at that versus trying to take, trying to do everything. Yeah. And this always makes me think of the Amazon example. Amazon is now great at everything. 
but they didn't start that way. They literally started by selling books. Out of a garage. Out of a garage. That's it. They mastered that and built off of that to exactly. now. Jeff Bezos is worth sells how much? everything. He was the first man to hit what two hundred billion dollars yeah. net worth, which so, is but crazy. he didn't do that by selling everything like he selling now. everything at once. You you have to build up from that, and so I think that's just a really and that's why I'm talking about like all of this comes back to mindset, building off of that mindset and having that positive mindset. So we'll kind of go into some examples here of building that positive mindset, I think a really common one specifically in weight loss journeys is that all or nothing mindset. Either I'm on my diet and I'm hitting it or I'm going balls to the wall eating trash because I'm going to start again on Monday and it's really hard to stick to it. So I better get it out of my system now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really hard not to do that. And I'm going to, I'm going to give you an example of myself right now. You know, I'm currently Gosh, how many weeks into this cut? You started in May. I'm over 16 weeks in now. I'm like 17, 18 weeks and I'm I'm done. I'm mentally mentally done. mentally done. Checked out. I'm checked out. I can definitely realize this for myself. I know with me, unfortunately, you know, you, you guys might say like, "Oh, she's a coach. She could probably push harder than anybody else." Nah. We all struggle with the same stuff. (laughs) Nope. I can push hard and I can stay consistent for my cut, but that doesn't mean I can mentally stay in it. I have clients who started a cut before me and they're still in a cut and still having great success. Myself, I'm like, nope, I'm out. Deuces. Because I know for me, 12 to 16 weeks max, I'm mentally, that's about where I hit. So So I came into this cut really wanting to lose about 15 pounds. And I knew that was, it was doable, but I also knew like, okay, this is probably going to be tough. Pretty aggressive. Pretty aggressive because I know that I'm about a 12 to 16 week person. And when you think of it, sustainable weight loss is about a pound a week. That's a really successful cut. It doesn't always happen a pound a week. Obviously, there's so many variables. If you don't know those variables, go back to episode number 24, scale, friend or foe. <laughs> and so I knew that was going to be, it was a, it was achievable, but it was also like, okay, this is like going to be tough, right? So now here I sit having lost 12 pounds in this cut. I am done. I really wanted to... I really didn't want to tell everybody how much I weigh, but I'm going to say it just publicly here. Um, This is really hard for me too, guys. So just so you know, I really wanted to get into the 140s and I cannot my, well, I can, can. I can, you can, I can. And the reason I can't is because I, I default to, I cannot. So you just heard it here. And that's a perfect example that what we do, we set limits for ourselves all the time. Oh my gosh, that's like one of my next quotes. It's crazy (laughs) because we always tell ourselves like, I can't run a marathon. I can't bench 300 pounds. I can't squat that. I'm not, I can't hike up that mountain. I can't achieve that next step in my company to get that promotion. We always set these limits for ourselves, Mm -hmm. which is crazy. Self-limiting beliefs. Exactly. It's my next note on here. Jump into it then. So... This quote, and I love this quote, my past does not dictate my future. My past cuts have been very difficult. I have not gotten into the 140s and I don't even know how long. I can't even remember when I was in the 140s, but I also can't remember when I was this strong. And so as we know, 
you know, muscle doesn't weigh more than fat. A pound is a pound. So don't think that. But muscle is more dense. Muscle... Per volume. Yeah. And so I have a lot of muscle now versus if I would have continued on just being the skinny fat. I'm using quotations because I really don't really like to use like this kind of verbiage. But you know, there is such a thing as skinny fat. If I wouldn't have put so much muscle on through these years, I probably would be in the 140s, but I also wouldn't be really proud of how strong I am and my current physique. I am proud of my current physique, but I was definitely working towards that. Like, I would just really love to hit the 140s because this has been a mental block for me. I told myself through this cut, like, I... I am so good at losing weight. I'm going to get in the 140s easy. That's what I told myself through this cut. It started great. It's, my first eight pounds went so quickly. It was amazing. You're like, yes. Yes. Killing it. And then I just lost steam. And so I've really just been grinding and not really getting anywhere. And I know it's my own self-limiting beliefs. It's my own thoughts of I can't get in the 140s. I, I've been telling myself I can, but here is the difference. I've been telling myself, but not believing it. I don't think I believe it. And so I personally don't deserve to be in the 140s if I'm not going to... Completely invested into yeah. it, mind and body. Yeah. And so I have made the choice today. I actually messaged my coach and said, okay, Let's, and I've been telling her for weeks. We've been very much so in communication about it. And I told her today, okay, send me those reverse macros. I'm ready. I just, my energy's low. I'm not, I don't believe that I'm going to get into the 140s. So why am I extending my pain of being in this cut when I don't believe it? It's not going to happen. I, I'm a firm believer in that process that you have to yeah, believe it to achieve it. Exactly. And I don't believe it right now. So I'm just extending my suffering by being in this cut. But on the flip side, kind of going back to the all or nothing mindset. So that's my self-limiting belief. So that's something that I, I need to work on before I start my next cut. Because if not, I'm going to be in the same boat. Exact same boat. I know how yep. this works. So going back to the all or nothing. If I was all or nothing and decided, eh, I, I'm not going to get into the 140s and I just gave up. I would still weigh those, you know, 11 to 12 pounds more. And do I want to be back there? No. If I had that all or nothing mindset, I would still be where I was back in May, you know, five or so months ago. I don't want to be back there. I worked really hard to get here. And a lot of times... The reason we get discouraged with that, the all or nothing, is we look how far we have to go and not how far we have come. Yes, I'm I'm just within, I am like bouncing between 151 and 152. I'm right there. But at the same time, I'm not where I was. Yeah, you've come such a long way. And I think that's where a lot of us get blinded again, is we we're looking at where we're at currently and we haven't realized how far you've come. You haven't looked back and be like, wow, I've come an actually long way because you're basing your success on where you currently are and what you want your goal to be. And that's very discouraging and that's very unmotivating. It is, and it's hard to continue on in this journey when you know that you have so much further to go. But 
yet look at if you would have gave up back there with that all or nothing mindset, you'd still be all the way back there. And I don't want to be all the way back there. I'd rather start again my next cut from here. Yeah. And so we have to remember this. You know, when you start a journey and you know it's going to be difficult, you know that you have to persevere through hard things, you have to ask yourself and actually believe, and I didn't believe, so that's why I didn't achieve, but what's the best thing that could happen? And you have to visualize that. You have to have the positive mindset of, okay, great, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. And actually follow through, do the actions. You can't just wish for something. You have to work for something, but actually thinking like, okay, cool. You know, if I can imagine something, I can create that reality for myself. I have to work towards it, but it's very achievable. I didn't do it for myself. And so like, I guess this is a little bit of a confession that I fucked up. (laughs) I didn't actually believe it would happen. And so now I have to live with that. I'm going to have to reverse diet. And that's where you learn. That's the most yeah. important. You have to learn from it. I mean, if you, where you're at, you've acknowledged that you, you, you've acknowledged you've had, you've set limits for yourself. You know where you're at. You know that you're going to go into a reverse and now going into it next time you can say, Hey, this is what happened last time. I'm, I'm not, not going to let that happen that. again. So learn from whatever mistakes you've made in your past and move forward from those. Going back to that quote, I mean, wh- what did you say? That your past doesn't define your future? Defi- my past does not dictate my future. Yeah, so I mean, that's that's exactly what that means, is you yeah. don't want to say, I'm always, I've, I've always failed. Yeah. Say, I failed once, but I learned. Now I've learned, and I'm going to change it. And, you know, going back to that, developing a positive mindset, when we dwell on the negative, we waste energy we could be using to move forward towards the positive. And that's so, so true. Here, I'm going to reflect on this. I'm going to say, okay, why didn't I believe this? I'm going to have to rewrite all those stories that I've told myself of you have never gotten in the 140s. You, it's too hard for me to get in the 140s. My body doesn't, my body is comfortable here. That's always what I've said. 150s is where my body's comfortable. That's always like the story that I've told. And that's what I've basically convinced myself of at this point. So I have to spend this time that I'm going to spend in a reverse rewriting that story. Am I going to sit and dwell on this negative of like, oh, I didn't get in the 140s. That totally sucks. Like, why did I do this? Like, no, that wasn't wasted time. My physique, I look very different. She looks, my wife looks bomb. And I've told her, I was like, I've, you maybe you wanted that number on the scale to say to dict to say what you wanted to say, but looking at my wife, I'm like, you are one sexy woman. Like your body recomp is ridiculous, and Thanks, it's freaking please. on fire. And I tell her this all the time. Yeah, but you he hyped s- me at the gym today. And but you can see how even though I hype her all the time, it's all in our own heads. Mm-hmm. You can have all the people, you can have all the positive people around you, but until you accept that positivity or you accept those compliments, you accept what people are giving you you're going to sit where you're at. So learn from it. Yeah. And I, I do have to say, I have really changed my mindset on my body. I, I mean, you know, I have come so far. Leaps and strides. It's been (laughs) quite a journey, but I've come really, really far. I can put clothes on now and be really proud when I look in the mirror and I'm not anywhere near my goal. The 140s isn't even my goal it's it's further than that but that was just like my next mile post I guess 
And so now I need to not dwell on the negative and sulk in my sorrows, but learn from it and say, okay, cool. What am I going to do next time? I'm going to channel that energy instead of that negativity, like that energy to negativity. I'm going to channel it to, okay, how am I going to fix this next time? And I'm really going to work on leveling up my mindset to push through. And I'm going to mark my words by next cut, which I'm hoping to begin early next year or springish time is going to be the most successful I've ever had. I'm going to easily get into the 140s and I'm going to circle back and be like, guys, look what happens when you build that mind, positive mindset and you actually believe it, and you can through. achieve it. And you follow through. Yeah. So this is just a good example, I think, of of kind of building that positive mindset. Everything takes time and practice. We have to be intentional. We have to be patient. No matter what your goal is, the good things take time, unfortunately. And I honestly believe that that time that those take is so that we have time to appreciate it when we receive it, when we, you know, reach that goal. Um, a really good quote that Ed Milet says is life happens for you, not to you. And when you start believing that the world is going to change for you. I think it's so true. I think this is happening for me because I think this is giving me the ability to help clients that are maybe going to go through this as well. And that's what I've told you before. I was like, when when you've come to me, I'm like, oh, this is really tough or I want to give up. I'm like, this is a learning opportunity not only for you, mm-hmm. but that way you can relate to your clients when they're telling you the same thing. Exactly. When they're wanting to be like, when they tell you, hey, I'm done with this reverse. I'm done with this. This is a great example of how you've gone through it. And you can relate to your clients at that point. It's not exactly. just you saying, hey, do it. And then I've never like, done hey, it. hey, I was in this. Yes, you're, you, can, you can show empathy with it because yeah. it's something that you've gone through. And I think this is one of those lessons of life happening for me, not to me. This isn't something that happened to me and I'm being punished or karma or... No, this is happening for me to have a better understanding so that I can help others get through it. Even so we could make this podcast and I could make it relatable to you guys yeah. on this topic. So um, just another really good quote for you guys, again, by Ed Milet. If you don't follow him, you should listen to, listen to his podcast as well. Great, great businessman. Yeah. The next one, connecting to your why. You'll hear this us. Is, we talk about this oh so gosh, much. So we're not going like to talk about it a ton, but we're just going to touch on we're it again touch because on it's it. because this does build your mental toughness. To everything, everything, guys, it all comes back. A lot of times we like the idea of an outcome, but the reality of the process isn't as fun and pretty and exciting. And so we have to get crystal clear on that why. Why am I working towards this? Without a good why, we lose motivation. We get distracted easily all of these things, I'll give a good example. When somebody comes to me and they're like, oh, I want to hire you as my coach because I want to look good in a bathing suit. I'm like, okay, great. But that's not going to keep you motivated in the middle of the winter when you're freaking starving like I have been and you want to keep pushing what that's not going to motivate you. I need you to dig deeper. And a lot of times, so I've actually started on my, so I do free consultation calls with potential clients. These calls are to get to know their goals, to get to know them a little bit better 
for me to break down my program for them to see if we're a good fit. I'm not going to take everybody on. It's just not, I'm not going to take people's money if I don't feel like they're ready to commit to their goals. And so these calls are great because I'm able to get to know them. They get to know me, my program, all of that. And then we figure out, okay, is this a good fit? If it is, then we'll discuss pricing and everything. A lot of times I will, I try not to coach on these calls too much, but a lot of times when we get pretty deep in their goals, I will coach a little bit because I want them to get some value out of it. I want them to have a takeaway, even if we're not a good fit for each other. I want them to walk away and be like, okay, that was a good, that was time well spent. In the beginning, I'll tell them like, hey, I need you to be really honest and upfront. I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to ask you some hard questions. I'm going to force you to dig a little bit deeper because I have to understand your why to understand if I can actually help you. And so I've started also saying, and don't be alarmed if you cry on this because it's very, very common. My first round of bringing on my big group of clients, I had a lot of women crying on these Zoom calls with me because it's a very vulnerable topic. Our confidence, our weight, all of these things, they touch on so many areas of our life. And so I've actually added that into kind of my little spiel at the beginning of these calls because it's so common. Because I go back to that, well, a lot of women will come to me and be like, oh, well, I just... I really want to feel confident in my body again. And I'm like, okay, well, we're going to need to dig deeper. And so we really have to dig deep on those. So that's not a good example of a why, because that's not going to keep you pushing. That's not what does it. What does do it is, well, it's starting to affect my marriage because I don't want my husband to see me naked. It's starting to my, my doctor is telling me that I need to lose weight before I can have a baby because I'm not in good enough shape to have a baby. You know, those type of things, that why is much stronger than I want to look good in a bikini because that's great, but that's not going to keep you connected to the process because, right, losing weight or really any process to achieve a tough goal can be grueling. It can be hard. It's it's not easy. If it were easy, everybody would do it. Starting a business, it's not all going to be easy. There's going to be nights where you're crying yeah. your eyes out. As much as you want to, like you, you create this plan, you've set it all out, you've got all the finances in check, you've done everything, you have a launch date, you launch it, and in your mind, you're like, okay, everything's going to great. Month two, month three, I'm going to make this much money. In month five, I'm going to make this much money. In month six, I'm going to make this much money. And we see, we, we paint this picture of it's an upward trend all the time. But as we're going through the process, we're realizing that it maybe it's an upward trend, but we're not realizing how much other stuff that we didn't think of is coming onto our plate now. So which is going to give you a little bit more stress, a little bit more anxiety with the whole process itself. And maybe because of that stress and anxiety, maybe your business is going to take a little bit of a dip. So, and that's going to create more stress. So being prepared for all of that and just being, having a, having your mind as strong as possible for the process is what's going to help you through it and help you not quit. Yeah. Having that resilience, that mental toughness, you know, here comes another example, another vulnerable moment for me today on this podcast or on this episode. Sorry. (laughs) Armando had to call me out today. I call her out a lot anyways. But today he called me out because I've been talking about doing another launch with my business. And what this launch is, is essentially 
I put it out there that, hey, you know, I'm bringing on another group of ladies together. I really like the group setting because then everybody, I'm able to teach, you know, my ideal client is typically somebody who doesn't have a lot of educational knowledge on the process, you know, as far as like reverse dieting and the ins and outs that go into sustainable weight loss. And so doing one of these launches, I can bring on a group of women and teach them together versus bringing people on at different times and having them all be at different levels. Yes, I have all my current clients probably are at fall into different levels, but they're more experienced because all my clients that I currently have have been with me for three, six, a year long. And so bringing on this group and doing this launch, I'm able to bring on these beginner beginners, teach them together, um, and then do the individualized coaching in their check-ins. Well, I've been talking about launching for, I was about a month now. Yeah. I said I was going to do it in August and then I just kind of kept pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. And now we're in September and Armando was like, Hey, so I thought you were going to do a launch. And I, and I accepted responsibility for not bringing this up earlier because I've been working and I've been caught up in kind of my little bubble of, of what I have going on. And I haven't normally I'm really invested in what's going on in her business and trying to help her as much as possible. But with work coming on for me and me being really busy, I've kind of set that aside and let her do her own thing. Well, letting her do her own thing has led her to <laughs> really procrastinating on doing what she needs to do to help all these women that need this help. So I come to her and I said, hey, you've been talking about this for a while. And I, and I haven't been pushing you or, talk, or asking you about it. I need you to put a date on it because if you don't put a date on it, you're just going to continue to push on it. And that's exactly what I've been doing. And honestly, the reason I've been doing that is because I fear that I'm going to put this out there and nobody's going to want to do it. And that's a valid fear. I think for anybody starting a business and you're, you're starting a new launch, but for anybody starting a new business or starting a new venture, it's terrifying that it's not going to play out in your head the way that you want it to play yeah. out. But you know, the only way to find that out is to do it. Is to just and I know take that. that jump. I know this. I know this and I've honestly just pushed it out. Like he said, we have had a lot of like life changes here recently and everything with him starting work, finding a new groove, kids starting school, and I've been using it as my excuse. So now Not no more. Mark my words. Now I have to do it by September fifteenth, because that's the date he put on it. Yeah. So I've got a lot of work to do to get ready for that. But that's just another example of going back to your why and having a good understanding like why you're doing this because I I know why I'm doing this. I'm doing this because I truly want to help other women succeed in weight loss. I want them to make it sustainable. I want them to be educated. I want them to feel good. I want them to have that baby and get pregnant. All of these things, you know, I want to help women achieve that. I know that's my why, but I've just been pushing it out due it's to my own. It's scary. And you know, that sometimes as, as since we're adults now, and as you get older, things are scary because you can put so much thought into it. And it makes me think about when we're babies, when we're babies, babies aren't really scared of anything. I mean, think about if all of us learned to walk at some point in our lives, if we would have given up as babies because we fell over and over or because it was scary, we would all not be walking. Nobody would walk. Exactly. We ride a bike. How many times did you fall down when you rode a bike trying with, without training wheels? 
tons of times. If you busted up your knees, you busted mm -hmm. busted up your face, maybe even broke a bone. But did that stop you from not riding your bike? No. As you get older, we place these limits on ourselves and we make things really scary. But the only way to get past that is to do those scary things. Because yeah. once you achieve, once you do the scary thing and you're like, wow, that wasn't too bad. And that's always what happens. It's like jumping in the water. I, know. I mean, we always like look at jumping off a bridge. If you growing up, you jump off a bridge into like a river or something down below. It's the hardest part is just jumping in. But once you're once you've done it, you're like, that wasn't too bad. Guess what? You go back and you do it again because you've built that confidence. You've built that mental toughness that you can do it and you can achieve it. What is that saying? Paralysis by analysis. Yeah. You got five it's seconds. That. I'm you got doing five that seconds to, to jump in. So that's why I had to step in and put my foot down and be like, okay, babe. Yeah, I've taken five weeks, so yeah. not five seconds. So <laughs> I, I gave her a deadline. I gave her a date. I was like, I'm putting this date on for you. I, I pushed it out. I, was like, I figured a week is long enough for you to get your stuff together and actually put this launch. Because right now, because you've been procrastinating, I feel like you're doing a disservice to all those women that need you. All those women that need you that don't know that they need you yet. And so that actually segues into our next one. Find a mentor mentor or a companion in this journey to resilience and mental toughness. When you're working on something, having somebody hold you accountable is going to simply make you stay more consistent. It's going to help you actually work towards achieving that goal and not getting stuck in the paralysis by analysis section. That quote you've heard us say before, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's a great quote. I mean, cause there's power in numbers. There it's, is. It's for example, like you, you talk about doing this launch for with this women, with this group of women, because they can all start at the same time. The way that I look at it is like, now you have this great group of women working together, starting at the same point, mm -hmm. being able to work together to for all to achieve their goals that they have. And I think that's huge because you'll be able to support each other. I think of uh, like our gym sessions that we have sometimes. When I go to the gym by myself, sometimes I don't push myself as hard. Sometimes I'm like, okay, I got my gym, I got my workout done. But when you and I go together and you're like, come on, you got this, like today. I didn't, I want, we were doing 12 reps of a lap pull down and I was like, uh, I can't do it. And then you stepped over and you, just by you physically being there and watching me do it, had that accountability, made me push through and get those extra two reps that I needed to do to finish it. And that's the way that any of these goals are, whether it's a business goal, a financial goal, whether it's a fitness journey, whatever it is, if you have somebody there to hold you accountable for what you're doing, to guide you, to help you along the way, to pick you up when you're not feeling great, to motivate you and kick you that butt, that's what's going to get you through to the next step. Yeah. I got kicked in the butt today. Yes, I got you kicked did. in the arse. <laughs> so the next one, plan for obstacles. When we get lost in negative thoughts or lose connection to our purpose or our why, it's far too easy to become discouraged. When we feel discouraged, we start to feel weak, then we feel hopeless, and then a lot of times we give up. So if we plan for obstacles in any journey, we they won't derail us from the actual journey. And in order to build that mental toughness, you have to have obstacles. Because if everything's easy all the time, it's not going to be difficult. What's the... If everything was easy all the time, it wouldn't be a challenge and it wouldn't be exciting is the way that I look exactly. at it. It would be something that anybody can do. It wouldn't be like, you wouldn't be able to say like, I did this. Yeah. Like one of the, one of my goals that I have is to run, to run an Ironman. Um, now an Ironman is a two and a half mile swim. It's a 112 mile bike ride and then a marathon to end it. 
and only 1% of the world's population has actually ran or done an Ironman. And to me, that is a huge goal that I'm going to achieve because I want to be part of that 1%. Not because I want to be able to walk around and be like, I have did an Ironman, but for myself. Because I know that by doing that, my mental, mental toughness, toughness is going to... I'm going to be able to do anything after that. I'm going to feel like I'm on top of the world. Yeah. I'm going to be, and anything's achievable. It goes back to that proving to yourself, building that confidence that I can do tough shit. Exactly. And just so everybody knows, I'm not going to do an Ironman. And, and I'm going to stay in the 99%. <laughs> which which I, I heard on, the, I, we were listening to a podcast, and I think it's so true that a lot of the time, we're talking about how to build mental toughness, that you have to do these scary things. But sometimes what you have to do as well is do something physically challenging in mm -hmm. order to create that mental toughness. Now, you may be asking like, well, how does that work? Well, have you ever ran a mile? Have you ever ran five miles? Have you ever done something really physically hard? And at the end of it, you're like, wow, I did that. I, I, I hiked that. I ran that. It's always me on a hike. And that's that feeling of that, of that physically exerted that you thought you couldn't do that. And then you did it. That is what builds that mental toughness. Yeah. Being, physically, being physically challenged builds mental toughness. Jim Quick says that knowledge isn't power. Knowledge is the... Knowledge is potential power. Potential power. The actual power comes from implementing the things that you have learned. And I think that's really powerful because I've always used the quote, knowledge is power, because I love learning. Everybody should... If, you should always be learning. You should always be looking to learn, grow your knowledge base. But again, it's nothing if you don't implement it. Most people underestimate what they're capable of. That's again, kind of going back to those limits. Most people say, well, Armando, you talk about doing an Ironman. That's great, but I can't do that. Armando, you've ran a marathon. That's great, but I can't do that. We always put these limits on ourselves that we can't. We can't do this. We can't do that. We're only, we think that only special people, and I'm using quotations, only special people can achieve those things. Only fit people can achieve those things. Only successful people can achieve that financial goal because they're able to do that. That doesn't matter. We're all built the same. Maybe we have, maybe, and if we tell ourselves we're not runners, that's another thing of we're just, we're just putting limits on ourselves. So we're underestimating what we can do. And I guarantee that anybody listening to this, if they wanted to run a marathon, they could. I think anybody can run a marathon. I think anybody can run longer than they actually think they can. I was listening to a podcast and it was this guy who was very high up in business. He took this small group of new entrepreneurs and was teaching them all of the secrets that helped him make his millions. And one of the guys raised his hand and was like, hey, but why are you, why are you telling us this? This is valuable information that one people would pay a lot of money for because this was just like a free group training why are you why are you telling us this and he goes because i'm going to tell you all these secrets and everything but less than 20 percent of you are actually going to implement and act on it act on on what i'm telling you yeah so that's not a threat to me it's the truth it's the truth i mean you you went to the Rise Convention last year and you came out of there on fire and that's what led us to where we're at now. But out of those, what, 4,000 people that attended to attended it, how many, what percentage of it actually did nothing with it? Yeah. People think that they have to, 
when they lose motivation, they have to go to a convention. They have to do something like out of the out of this world to find that motivation again. But that's not entirely true. Motivation we can, we can find it with our daily activities by listening to a podcast, by keeping our mind busy with reading a good book. By goal setting. By goal setting, by visualizing what you want. I get fired up when I think of our goals. I get fired up when, we, when I think about what our next house is going to look like, what, we, what our property is going to look like, the trips we're going to take. That's what motivates me. That's, that's my why. That's my why I want to be successful. For all the people's lives that we're going to touch with this podcast, with all the women that you're going to help achieve their goals and build their confidence and and thus helping them not only in their fitness goals but in their relationship and just the ripple effect that it can actually have by just doing one simple thing exactly success comes in small steps in small bites achieving goals comes in the same way one step at a time uh martin luther king had a great quote that you don't have to see the entire staircase to take the first step exactly just do it you just got to do it and if you don't have anything else, I'll finish off with the last little thing. Nope, you go. All right. The last thing that I want to leave everybody with is our comfort zone. We all have it. Comfort zones are great, but nothing grows there. Nothing will happen in that comfort zone. So you have to step out of that comfort zone and actually take that first step in order to achieve what you want. Thanks for listening to this episode of Self-Love Sit-Downs. If you liked this episode, please leave us a review. In the world of podcasting, the only way to climb the ranks is by receiving feedback via comments and ratings, in return reaching as many people as possible. As always, if you love this episode or know someone who would find value in this, share it with a friend and tag us. You can find us on Instagram at Kelsey underscore Teddy and Mondofarius05. For any additional feedback, you can email us at selflovesitdowns at gmail.com.